0: This is the Midday News. The news is live on Joy 99.7 in Accra Love 99.5 in Kumasi. Affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions including Radio Freed Nandom, Sky FM Sunyani Bishara Radio Tamale, Ganga FM Drapa, KTU Radio Kofoidia, Jubilee Radio Keta, Sun City Radio Keta, Saboba FM Saboba and A1 Radio Borgatanga. We are live on X Spaces, Facebook Live Stream and the My Joy Online Interactive app. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrosol, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrosol, always a delightful experience. And Duroplast Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDPE pipes and water tank. Where Duroplast goes, water flows. Coming up, one person shot dead. Three in critical condition over tenancy issues at Ofancore Wood Market.
1: The land gas we're station over here, they start shooting. People were advancing towards them. So I went there I to tell my people that they should come, they should come back. Unfortunately, one boy was shot.
0: Mothers, the wood dealers insist they've duly paid their rent and will resist any attempt of eviction. Details as the police says the situation is under control. Also, special prosecutor reveals husband of Cecilia Dapai and his niece, gave conflicting accounts of the ownership of some two hundred thousand dollars, which is part of the unproven amount of money belonging to the former sanitation minister and her husband. We cannot
2: claim to be fighting corruption when a tool of anti-corruption which is so important to the fight against corruption as as asset declaration is as weak as we have it
0: We have more from that explosive court filing by the special prosecutor plus anti-corruption campaigners who say Ghana's porous asset declaration laws are making it easy for corrupt politicians to beat the system. Plus, we have the latest on the suspects in custody for the alleged stealing at Madame Cecilia Dapas' residence. Also in this package, Traders Association serve notice of resisting any form of harassment as it accuses the Customs Division of GRA of intimidation and frustration.
3: A few days ago, our Asatu region branch issued a press conference on this constant harassment and intimidation of traders in the region by GRE officers.
0: We've got details also in sports.
4: Ghana's black queens begin their 2024 women's afcon qualifiers with a game against Rwanda.
0: Also minority accused President Ekofwado of unlawfully asking GNPC to borrow without parliamentary approval.
5: The minority side in particular have become aware that the presidency is using coercive force, the power of the presidency, to compel GMPC to proceed and execute this loan agreement without parliamentary approval.
0: Details as the group says Ghana will lose oil revenues from the 10 fields for the next five years if this agreement is allowed to go through.
5: GMPC is raising this facility from Letasco and Loop Oil and in return they are giving out our oil to this company for the next five and a half years. Indeed all of the oil in the 10 fields.
0: We've got details of these and more. Thanks for choosing us. This is JOIN News Independent Fearless and Credible. It's a pleasure to have you here. I'm Bernice Abubeidulansat. The details now one person has been shot dead by armed individuals at the Ofanko Wood Market. The shooting incident was provoked by the arrival of some land guards who attempted to forcibly evict the occupants, allegedly under the instruction of the landowner, Eugenia Akwete. However, the wood dealers resisted, resulting in the tragic shooting. Krobi Asante is chairman of the Timber Market Association and he described. Described the attack as unfortunate and stressed they possess the necessary documentation.
1: The land guards were stationed over here. You see the drop here So they started shooting and the people were advancing towards them. So I went there to tell my people that they should come, they should come back. Unfortunately, one boy was shot. He was beside me. The man that was shot was beside you? No, the, the one who had been killed okay. is with me. He works under you? Yes, okay. So is it the case that he was in front when he were they were advancing towards to the, the land guards that they shot and killed him? The land guards, were, they were advancing to this place. Okay. And I told my people not to confront them. So immediately I went them, bringing them back, the guy started shooting. There were five of them holding pistols. So the, the immediate one shot me, the boy was on my right side, and the boy was killed.
0: Meanwhile, some of the wood dealers say they will resist any attempt to evict them. So,
1: they are paying them. so we want the woman to sit down with the executives and tell them whatever you want us to do. Because we make agreements with us that we, uh, you collect the history, and we are paying it. So what again? If you want to tell us that you want to suck us from here, we sit down with us, give us time, then we celebrate. and if the time which is, from here. you can't just come here and guess I come and throw out things. and we'll come and destroy our children.
6: We understand. This. The woman was us here, yeah. even yesterday, yesterday, she sent his boys to come and collect their reins. But by just immediate, we sent some land to
1: come and remove from here from here. But that's unfair. You understand? It's unfair.
0: You had some wood dealers at the Ofankor Wood Market. My colleague Samuel Mbura just returned uh, from the Ofankor Wood Market. He joins me for more on this developing story. Um, there are three people who were injured, Samuel. What's the update
7: and degree of injuries? For the degree of injury, we don't know yet. But what we do know is that they have been sent to the hospital and we understand they are uh, responding to treatment. Alright, so what's the current situation now at the market and what has the police been telling you? At the time I left there, some of the shops were still closed. It was a tense atmosphere. Okay. But the police say investigations so far indicate that the riot was in relation to a land litigation issue. They have since strengthened security in the area and the road has been open to normal traffic flow. Investigation continues to get the perpetrators arrested to face justice.
0: Samuel Mbura, they're bringing us update from the Ofanko Wood Market. This is a developing story. We'll bring you details on that in subsequent bulletins. Now, 17 prospective applicants of the ongoing limited voters registration exercise have been involved in an accident on the tamale kintampo highway at swaba a suburb of central gunja district in the savannah region a pickup truck loaded with about 30 of them uh, had a tire bust resulting in that incident three others who are said to be in critical condition with fractures have been referred to the tamale teaching hospital the other 15 who are said to be in stable condition are on admission at the bupe hospital abdulai baki is the assemblyman for bupe
1: Okay. So what happened is that upon their way, there's
5: about uh, 30 people in the car. And so on their way, they, they, got, they got involved in an accident. Mm-hmm. And uh, three people, as we speak now, have fractures on their legs. Uh, others have, have been seriously injured and, uh, whoa, and they've been just been rushed to the emergency center. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, and they were coming to do the registration of the ID card. Okay. Yes. They were, yes, they were moving from one of the communities, that's around Toruwe Corridor. Okay. moving towards to Gupe, which is the head, the, where the office is located. Aha, uh-huh. so moving and coming all the way to the central Gunja office to, register, to do their registration, they were they were actually
6: involved in an accident.
0: So you had uh, the Assemblyman for Boupe, Abdoulaye Baki. Let's now speak to our Savannah Regional Correspondent, Isaac Nyonya. Isaac, so just uh, paint a picture to us. Um, how long is this journey that these prospective applicants were embarking on and how close were they to their destination? Yeah, for, from
8: Salampa and Teresu to Boupe is about 50 kilometres. And if you take where they take
7: the other uh, occupants, like Nterraso, uh, to the district capital, talk about 20, 20 kilometers. Now, they were the applicants were from four different
8: communities. Salampa, Teraso, Kusogu, and other beyond Kusogu. They were being committed by
7: government uh, MPP, uh executives, to the district capital to have their registration. The original results
0: Hello, hello Isaac. I'm sorry we are losing you. If you could just reposition yourself so we can hear you clearly. Yes. Can you hear me? Much better. Yes. I can still hear sirens in the background. Mm -hmm. Isaac, if you can hear me, is this this the police or emergency Mm -hmm. services responding? Um, apologies for that. We have a challenge with Isaac Nyonya's line. We will speak to him and, and get you more details on this incident involving 17 prospective applicants in the ongoing limited voters registration exercise being involved in an accident on the in Tampo Highway at Soba. Well, a similar incident occurred uh In another part of the country, four out of six Tema West New Patriotic Party executives are currently on admission at the Tema General Hospital receiving care following an accident last night on the Tema Beach Road. The two others are said to have been discharged after being treated. Now, this afternoon, there is some more explosive revelation in that Special Prosecutor court filing on the former sanitation minister, Cecilia Abnadapa, as the OSP shines the spotlight on her husband. The Special Prosecutor says there was no evidence to support claims by her husband, uh, Daniel Oseku, for that $200,000 discovered in the Cecilia Dapper's home belonged to his niece abroad, according to the OSP. The said niece could not prove the source of income or evidence of the lawful remittance of the said amount. Kweku Asante of a legal desk has been studying that document and is back with me today to provide more details. Kweku, first tell us more about this $200,000 and the OSP's digging into the source and the claims by
6: the husband and uh niece. The niece, yes. Yes, Benis. It says that uh, Mr. Oseku attributed the ownership of the sum of $200,000 dollars to the niece which the respondents claim they er- erroneously reckoned as allegedly stolen from the said residence. The second respondent claimed and the second respondent is the husband of the Da Park claim that his niece is in the habit of remitting money to him from the United States for the purposes of her construction projects in respect of which he acts as consultant however, the identified niece was unable to provide evidence of the source of the said amount and evidence of lawful remittance of said sums to Mr. Osei-Kufo, whereupon she claimed to have personally and physically brought the said sums purportedly amounted to $200,000 without lawful declaration. Indeed, Mr. Osei-Kufo and his supposed niece gave conflicting accounts of how the purported remittances were delivered to the second respondent. Number of times she visited Ghana to give him the money and how much money was given to Mr. Osegufo during each visit. True, though the respondent claimed the amount of money discovered by the OSP in the said residence formed part of the amount they earlier reported to the police she allegedly stolen from the said residence, they are yet to take steps to report their purported discovery and change of facts. And circumstances to the Ghana Police Service. So you will recall that in that case involving the house helps of Madame de Dapa, these $200,000 is said to belong to the husband, but they found the money in the house. They've not gone to the police to change the story that apparently that money hasn't been stolen. Interesting. Quick, well, the OSP also tells the court why it's
8: necessary
0: to have these properties frozen to allow a more detailed investigation. He's
6: also been questioning the court that it may not be following the law if it refuses this application. Yes, the OSP, clearly knowing what the previous judge did, is putting this notice in this application. This, it says that the law does not require the OSP to establish any other ground beyond the above or to place before court at this stage the outcome of the investigation or the detailed indices of this investigation. The law merely situates the matter in the context of a person being investigated in simple and straightforward estimation of the Special Prosecutor that he considers the freezing of this property is necessary to facilitate the investigation. That is to say, the freezing order is merely to facilitate the investigation and not as the outcome of the investigation or that the findings of the investigation this freezing order. That's Kwekwa Asante of
0: our legal desk. Meanwhile, anti-corruption campaigner and executive secretary of the Ghana anti-corruption coalition says Ghana's asset declaration regime is so porous it
2: allows corrupt politicians to beat the system. Our constant advocacy in terms of the asset declaration law and why we need to do something urgently about it. We cannot claim to be fighting corruption. When a tool of anti-corruption, which is so important to the fight against corruption as as asset declaration is as weak as we have it. If we have a very effective asset declaration regime, these issues would have been brought to the, we wouldn't be talking about them now. Declaration does not have an important tool as verification. If somebody comes into office with the intention to amass wealth, all they need to do is to put that intention and declare it as an asset declaration and it could then put them in a good position.
0: You just heard Executive Secretary of the Ghana Anti-Corruption Coalition, Beauty. Now, we stay a while on the case involving uh, Madame Cecilia Dapa and the alleged theft at her residence. Uh, the second court here in the criminal case um, involving money stolen from the matrimonial home of former sanitation minister Cecilia Dapa has adjourned the case to the 2nd of October. This follows various applications by lawyers for the accused persons for variations of... Of the bail conditions, Richard Kojonyako joins me in studio with details. Were lawyers of these accused persons successful? Well, so uh Ben is the
4: circuit Court presided over by Ethia owusia has so far admitted three persons to bail, Sarah Jay and Christiana Chab, the two lactating mothers, as well as Joe Pomeri, the sixth accused person, who is also the mechanic. So these are persons who've been slapped with various counts of offenses ranging from stealing conspiracy to steal and dishonestly receiving. So the three who have been granted bail and the remaining four accused are all in police custody because they have not been able to meet the bail conditions. So in court on Tuesday, Bernice, the lawyers applied for a variation of the bail conditions, but they were unsuccessful. They needed to satisfy some extra processes and come back to the court for consideration of the court. So the recent discovery made by the OSP concerning the $1 million is yet to reflect in court. So as a stance now, the facts on the charge sheet by the state prosecutors indicate that the accused persons stole the $1 million. So the case has been adjourned to the 2nd of October where the accused persons and their lawyers will be back in court to convince the court to do something about the bill
0: conditions so they'll be able to meet it. Richard Kojonyaku there, away from that story. The Ghana Union of Traders Association, Guta, has charged its members to resist any form of harassment and intimidation from office officers, I beg your pardon, of the Ghana Revenue Authority. The union has, among other things, accused the GRA of intercepting their cargoes on tra- transit from Accra to other regions on allegations of under-declaration of goods. Dr. Joseph obing is president of Guta.
3: A few days ago, our Asatoui Branch issued a press conference on this constant harassment and intimidation of traders in the region by GRE officers after their cargoes have passed through the due clearing processes at the port of Tema and released them to death. The GRA cannot assign any cogent reason for the harassment of the traders in the Ashanti region, apart from their usual flimsy explanation that Ashanti region contributes only about 12% to the national revenue. They also claim that they do not understand why goods in Ashanti region are cheaper than those in Greater Accra region failing to recognize the simple fact that purchasing power and demand for goods and services in Accra are higher than any part of the country.
0: Dr. Joseph, for being as good a president, he joins us online with more. Uh, good afternoon to you, Doc. Now, I'm just curious if you've engaged GRA on these issues prior to asking your members to resist uh, the work of these officials.
8: Yeah, we've we've done everything. We are almost always in touch with DRA, complaining about these um, issues. As a matter of fact, one, we have made a whole seminar out of it. We went to Kumasi and the Golden Teleport, now Lancet Hotel, on the 8th of June. And all the stakeholders were there, and we talked about this issue. They said they they are going to stop, and, and it's still persistent. It means that they are not taking it serious. that we have to take our destiny into our hands. Oh, and so, what yes.
0: form of resistance, sorry, Doc, what form of resistance are you asking your, your members to put up?
8: Yeah, a uh, 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 pure resistance, simple resistance, that you do not allow anybody to come and harass and intimidate you by telling you um, uh, uh, to uh, bring your goose uh, for further examination where you have paid the legitimate duty at the port and all that, that the Kumasi people have been talked to not to allow those things to happen to them again. And that if um, they do it to individuals then collectively all of us will come on board and agitate and whatever um, resistance that we put up um, will be for your imagination.
0: Thank you for your time this afternoon, Dr. Joseph O'Bing is president of Guta. You're listening to the midday news here on Joy 99.7 FM with me, Bernice Abu Bedulanza just gone by one person shot dead, three in critical condition over tenancy issues at the Ofanko Wood Market. Still to come, the minority accuses President Ekufado of unlawfully asking GMPC to borrow without parliamentary approval.
5: The minority side in particular have become aware that the presidency is using coercive force, the power of the presidency to compel GMPC to proceed and execute this loan agreement without parliamentary approval.
9: Full quantity.
4: Imagine say water wake up at dawn. In no both. In no chop. Where you vanish for your area for two weeks. Uh? You not know, get one drop safe inside your tanku. Hey. Haja, you, our life was in dangerous. Only our neighbor gets water with water tank. Water, water tank? tank? Yes, water tank. Mamma mia! That water tank get meter for checking water level. That water tank be fine past Commissi <laughs> That water tank be tough like Ghana army. That water tank they carry water pepe So say some logo left inside the supply tank. Mm. What a tank! As my boss, who, Mr Foncho, go talk. <laughs> Beautiful,
7: durable, with water level indicator and accurate volume of water. Water tank. What a Tank by Duraplast.
0: thank you so much for staying here on the midday news on joy 99.7 fm it's now time for a sports update and mubarak is here hello
4: yep hi Benice. now the senior women's national team the black queens they are in kigali to kick start the qualifiers for next year's africa cup of nations the queens take on rwanda this afternoon at 1 p.m in the first leg of the qualifying series Their head coach nora hapto is confident of a win
8: we need to be smart in our decision
0: who we bring on the pitch. Um, it's a new regulation, so we are only allowed here to bring 18 players with three substitutes. So it's a bit the question who is fresh, um, who is in um, championship rhythm. So those criteria are quite important. Uh, we are pretty convinced that we're gonna win the game. If a good mood, as you saw behind me, and um, we have a good focus also. We know what our job is, and so we will have a successful
4: game. Nora Hopto, head coach of the Black Queens. Back to you, Bernice.
0: Thank you so much, Mubarak. Now, the minority in Parliament is accusing President Ikufuado of unlawfully asking GMPC to borrow to fund its work plan without the approval of Parliament. Now, just before Parliament went on recess, GMPC sought approval of the Mines and Energy Committee to borrow more than 600 million cities, a dollar, I beg your pardon, by the committee asked the company to bring the terms and conditions of the loan to the house for consideration. However, the minority says President Tekufado has asked GMPC to proceed to borrow in contravention of Ghana's laws. John Ginapol is minority spokesperson on Mines and Energy.
5: One of the key issues that came up for consideration was a request by GMPC to raise an amount of $620 million in the form of a loan facility from Letasco. Indeed, Parliament took a decision that it cannot approve that amount in their work program. But Parliament directed, and I read, the committee recommends to GMPC to lay the terms and conditions of the intended loan for consideration of the House in accordance with Article 181 of the Constitution. Ladies and gentlemen, to our utmost shock, I have come across documents and the minority side in particular have become aware that the presidency is using John Junapo
0: is minority spokesperson on Mines and Energy. And this afternoon, the just-released GDP figures by the Ghana Statistical Service shows a decline in growth of the Ghanaian economy, with the industry sector recording negative growth again. Construction, electricity, and manufacturing are all contracted. Government statistician, Professor Samuel Kobina Inim also revised the first-quarter growth rate from the earlier 4.2% to 3.3%. Finance Minister Ken Ufuriata in the 2023 media Budget Review slashed Ghana's GDP growth rate from 2.8% to 1.5%, signalling the economy was expected to grow, but not as initially projected. Here's government statistician Professor Samuel
7: Lenin. In the second quarter of 2023, from both an oil perspective and a non-oil perspective, the economy grew by 3.2%. From an oil perspective, the 3.2% that we recorded for the second quarter of 2020 For the second quarter of 2023, indicates a 0.1 slowdown relative to what we recorded in the first quarter of 2023. In the first quarter of 2023, the economy grew by 3.3%, and in the last quarter of 2022, the economy grew by 3.7%. Over these three quarters, the 3.2 indicates the lowest growth rate, as the economy grew by 3.7% in the last quarter of 2022 and 3.3% in the first quarter of 2023 from a non-oil perspective the 3.2 growth rate that has been recorded for the second quarter of 2023 indicates a slowdown relative to the last two quarters as from as from a non-oil perspective in the last quarter of 2022 the economy grew by 4.3 percent increased marginally to 4.4 percent in the first quarter of 2023
0: you heard government statistician professor samuel enim let's do some other stories now democracy and development fellow on health at the cdd kwame Sapong who believes fixing the broken healthcare system should be a top priority for the country's politicians he argues that if leaders don't take action soon their health could be affected
9: when in 2015 my mom was diagnosed with endometrial cancer the issue was to fly abroad but there were other complications that prevented her from being flown abroad. So she had to deal with the health system, even though we had the resources to take her out. But that is actually the reality. Because we were here when a president, in an emergency like that, was subject to the health system. We've seen a number of prominent statesmen mm-hmm. not being able to be flown out. We've seen a vice president. You understand me? So if it is very naive if they think that they are not subject to the health system. The dangerous part for me is that when they are subject to the health system, they are their most vulnerable. And that is even scary. So it is even more important for them to fix a system because they use other health systems that are thriving, that are well designed for their routine stuff. But those health systems would not be available for them for their emergency stuff. And most often than not, it's the emergencies that take you out, not the routines. You had the Kwame
0: Saponesiadu. He is a democracy and development fellow in health at the CDD, and he was basically asking politicians in Ghana to take action on the broken healthcare system, or they will be affected at their most vulnerable state. And before I go, it appears Ghana may be wrongly calculating our fishing season. Well, that's a concern of some fishermen at La in the Ladadei Kotopong Municipality. They say they're unable to make any meaningful catch at sea despite religiously observing
6: the closed fishing season. Ramat Bashiru has more prices of fish is soaring as the commodity is in short supply. At Saïdé's Kinky Joint, fish is costing an arm and a leg, and consumers are worried. It's from eight cities, so fish are very expensive now in Ghana.
2: I bought a little Kinky with fish.
6: I tell you the price of the fish, and secondly, they do count.
7: It's
2: six cities. That's the red fish. And the color is 15 cities. And this one is eight cities, six cities, eight
6: cities, and seven cities. At a Saturday, morning at Labesee Fishing Center in the Labadi community here in the greater Accra region. Fishermen here are frustrated about the unusual state of their cats which is already threatening their livelihoods. The chief fisherman Henry Oduipeko says despite the close fishing season they are not making enough catch whenever they visit the sea.
1: Being the time of closing season is not uh, uh, going well with uh, our fishing. We don't argue with the government but what we are saying is the time of July is our bumper harvest. Therefore the time should be reversed to uh, maybe June. The closing season may be reversed to June rather than July.
0: That was Ramat Bashiru's report read to you and that's how we end this edition of the Midday News brought to you by Petrosol, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrosol, always said Eli,